All right, that was a little 8-bit version of Adam's Song by Blink-182. Dope-ass song. Word. <laughs> so, um... Who are you? Oh, yeah. This is Best Frenemies, and I'm Christopher Long. And I'm Johnny Castana. Um, we... Actually, you know what? Dude, I can't even remember his name from Jiu-Jitsu. He's a new blue belt came up to me on friday after class and was like hey man your podcast and there was kind of a pause <laughs> and i was like oh thanks man and i was like hey hold on a second you didn't say you liked it uh, all right go ahead what were you gonna say <laughs> no it's really funny i'm like oh okay thanks man uh yeah i i kind of get surprised when people say they listen to our podcast because <laughs> i think we totally just do it for you and me and apparently your brother, Billy, who um, gave some notes on our last episode. Oh, yeah. You uh, you were cussing like a sailor last episode, apparently. Yeah. I So I listened to the podcast like a day after it came out. I was at the gym. And I actually made a mental note. I was like, man, I've been dropping a lot of F-bombs in this episode. And I was riled up. I well, mean, it was you like, were all excited that Professor Ian was coming to the man cave and recording... We're sending them off right. And uh, yeah, I think you had some. Uh, did Had I given you your Christmas present yet? Yes, I think. Night? I think I was amped up on, on <laughs> Rockstar. The, Three, the Smash Blue Rockstar, 300 milligrams of caffeine and creatine will do it to you. <laughs> dude, I was amped up. I was ready to go. So <laughs> for this part two of the Flying Hawaiian, um, I decided. That if I curse in this episode, Johnny, you are allowed to tase me. I have a little uh, taser here. Let me. Oh, you're getting fucking tased. Okay. Now, Chris, I told you off the air that I would do this, but I think the listeners want to know that that's a real taser. So the only way to do that is I'm going to let you tase me right now. Uh, really? We're gonna go a little jackass style. <laughs> I know it's been done, but people Seriously, would be just. Do, do you want to back out, or do you want me to fake it? I mean, we do have radio, so no, they I'm... won't even know. I can just no, go like. No, I'm gonna walk over to you. We're gonna do right here where the lightning bolts are. All right, you ready? Yeah. Do you want me to count it down? No, just fucking do it. One, two. Ah! Oh! Do it again. Ah! Oh! Ah! Oh! All right, I had to make sure that hurt. And it... did it hurt? Yes, it did. Dude, oh. I respect you. Dude. I respect you, Johnny. Dude, well, if you make it through the show without cussing, everyone's going to be very disappointed that no one... Got taste. I think it, as long as one of us gets hurt, they're happy. So there you so guys go. So did that just burn, or did it feel like an elect oh. you were electrocuted? Do you remember like the electric pin you had that you brought to class for kids to try? The yeah, yeah. You got at the magic shop? Uh-huh, uh-huh. It's like times a million. That is not a fun... <laughs> that is not a fun feeling. Dude, I'm impressed, Johnny. Uh, well, dude, that thing looks... It's, dude, you got to explain what it is. It's so it's like... A MacGyver flashlight slash brass knuckles? Yeah, so, you know, it's a flashlight, so you can turn it on just in case, you know, you go on. But then you can turn it on to brass knuckle electrocution. I might have to ice this tonight. We're, go, we're all going <laughs> to the fights tonight, and I'm gonna, I might have to ice it and, and be like, yeah, Chris uh, hit me with the, uh, with the stun gun. And get some sympathy. Maybe a sympathy mint flowers, dude, for you picking on me like you always do. Oh, hey, you know what? And I got a story. So I believe... 
Dude, this was hilarious. We went to a party yesterday, and uh, our youngest listener, who's 11 years old. Is that the one that you send messages of, of him taunting me? Is that the one, the, the long hair boy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And He's I, my little spirit animal, Isai Gonzalez. I'm going to fucking pin that kid down and cut his <laughs> hair off one of these days, always taunting me on the... Dude, so he was listening. He had his phone up to his ear, and everyone was around, and he was listening to Best Frenemies, and he pointed at me and was like, man, he's done cocaine. Oh, no, and he's 11. Yeah, so he <laughs> busted his shoulder, and so he's in like a sling or whatever, and he wanted to leave this party yesterday, so I was, I was like, "Man, you just so I can't, I can't swear. <laughs> I'm really trying not to swear. You're being a bee. Like, what up, being a bee?" And he came up to me. He was like, "Hey, man, I'm on child Norcos right now, <laughs> so I'm flying." And then he kind of looks around, and he's like, "Dude, you want some narcotics?" <laughs> I'm like, "Oh man, this kid is hilarious." Then yeah. It, then it could be children and old people that you got your uh, opiates from. I know, I know, right? Dude, so opiates are so scary right now. With that, uh, what is that? Fentanyl. Fentanyl. Oh, dude, if fentanyl was around when when I was, we'd using, be dead. I'd it, be dead for sure. I mean, I know. I there's some girl that used to work in my cafe. She died, and I think she had like one. Thought it was a one Vicodin. And had a beer with her boyfriend, and they both went to sleep and didn't wake up. Yeah, dude. Yeah, that's gnarly. It's a bummer. What, you got some? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So anyway, this is going to be a special Best Frenemies where, um, so far, I'm really proud of myself. I have not sworn yet. Okay. Well, if I don't catch you today and we do find it later. You're going to tase me? There'll be consequences and repercussions. (laughs) You're going to hold me down and tase me. So My arm still hurts, by dude, the way. Dude, I know. You keep rubbing it. <laughs> wow. Um, like, I feel it. I felt it through my fingertips. Oh, man. Electric. So, I've noticed. So, with, again, this is uh, part two of the Flying Hawaiian with Professor Ian. His behavior toward us at Dawn Patrol um, has changed, I feel. Um, he used to be our professor, and now he's just our um, bro podcast sidekick I, I believe the technical anagram would be degaff for don't give a fuck <laughs> he's already in hawaii pretty much in his mind he's in hawaii already dude he <laughs> has been giving me so much crap it, oh, it, all i do is smile at class now dude dude you <sighs> he, you, you know he taught a class the other <laughs> the other day when you weren't there on just Things that Chris will do that you can counter with. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we got reported. Lou said, oh, yeah, in class. I'm not even joking. That <laughs> Professor Ian was like, okay, this is going to stop Chris's game. <laughs> and you know what? The joke's on them because I don't have a game. I just hack through the wilderness blindly. As long as people talk about me, I don't care. Good or bad. <laughs> I just, I'm an attention whore, so I love it. So, all right. Well, I guess we should get this. Oh, uh, we're, we're going to do a... We like you said, we're gonna do uh, Ian second part, second of, part, and we're gonna do a uh, top five and some wrecks. Yes. All right. So let's do it. All right. Start the show. What's up, nerds? And now, back by popular demand, it's time for the top five list. Thank you, Donnie Dargo, for that intro. So, last episode we did. 
favorite sequels or top five sequels. I guess we need to do some clarification because, of course, another note from your brother. <laughs> uh, I guess it wasn't entirely clear to him. Was it the best? Was it the, you, you know, because some of those were like the third movie? So <laughs> we got a suggestion from Black Belt John. Or, or Fireman John. Yes. Professor John, Chris. Black Belt John. Can you say it? No. <laughs> okay. No. Actually, I did call him Professor after he... Shout, shout out to Professor John, by the way. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> I got that from that's, Ian. <laughs> that's Professor Ian Stick. So, he suggested in this episode, since this is part two, that we should do worse sequels. So, we are saying a sequel just... It could be number five. It could be four. Just the worst sequel. Yeah, so, I picked all like the second <laughs> the movies that I came out on my that. list. But you know, Chris, I didn't do that. So you go ahead. You start. Okay. Uh, top five worst sequels. Uh, coming in number five for me, Grease Two. No John Travolta. No Olivia Newton-John. Yeah, sure. Dude, Grease is fucking the jam, dude. Grease Lightning. No, Grease La- Grease oh, Lightning, please, please fucking jam. But Grease Two, cool, but, cool rider. But was and, it and was the, it because there was a beauty school dropout? That wasn't the first one, dude. I know that's what I'm saying. There was no beauty school dropout, there, dude. There was a lot of uh, flaws and with the movie. Fuck Grease Two. Go, Chris. What's your next one? You know what? I don't, to be honest, I don't think I even watched Grease Two. <laughs> but apparently, I'm not missing. You're anything. not missing anything. Uh. <clears throat> So my number five is Rocky Five. Is that the one where Rocky doesn't even fight? He's yeah, like, no, it's a street fight at the very end. He's training Tommy Guns, I think was his name in the movie. Yeah, and it's horrible, dude. And and he just lost his shit because like some illustrator drew a picture of Tommy Guns and and Rocky like being the puppet master. Yeah, and that and, that was it. For and him. the fight is the end. It's a street brawl. Going through trash cans and shit. Yeah, it was horrible, dude. Rocky Five was horrendous. But then they came back with Balboa, which was pretty fucking dope, dude. It put everything back on track. So just they were damn. I mean, Creed. I haven't seen Creed Two. Creed Two is awesome. But Creed, I like Creed a lot. You yeah. like Creed Two? So they can do good sequels. You yes, can, they can. You can stumble. You can come back from it. I get knocked down. <laughs> you get up again. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's your number four? Number four. And this this one hurt because the first movie was so good. Meatballs 2. You know, I Do you fucking remember that Paul, one? Was that the one with... Was there an alien in yes, one? Yes. Like a horrible, talking, horrible alien. Is that in Meatballs 2? That's Meatballs I did, 2. Then I did see that. Yes, that is horrible. That was horrible. I agree with you. You know, see, when we agree on our top five... People don't like it, but... <laughs> I mean, when we, when we don't agree, I mean, apparently I swear more. Which I haven't yet in this episode. I don't want to get tased. Uh, yeah, Meatballs 2 was horrible. So, all right. My number four, Temple of Doom. Now, is that the one with Short Round? Yes. And the guy who and rips the heart out, the beating heart. Out. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. New Temple of Doom. Dr. Jones, Dr. Jones. <laughs> <laughs> Temple of Doom was horrible compared to the first one. And then the third one was you know, great. You know why it was horrible? Because the the main girl in that uh, didn't Steven Spielberg like marry? End up oh marrying yeah, her? they're still married. Yeah. So he's dude. 
the movie was like the afterthought. He was he was banging ass the whole time <laughs> on that set. Like I'm fucking I'm I'm the director and I'm screwing the main chick and this is my movie. <laughs> Okay, so you're saying it was so bad because the director was getting laid. He was just chasing ass, dude. Yeah. All right, fair enough. Most of the stuff I'm involved with when I was... Chasing ass? Yeah, it was not good. <laughs> yeah, dude. But... You see where the focal point was. <laughs> all right, what is your number three? Oh, my number three, and I wanted this to be so good. I wanted all of these to be good, and they all sucked. Number three, Dumb and Dumber 2. Dumb and Dumber 2 which they called Dumb and Dumberer when Harry met Lloyd. It was the prequel to Dumb and Dumber. Oh, dude, they didn't even have Jim they, Carrey or Jeff Daniels, huh? Yeah. It was like imposters. It was these young kids that looked like them. I didn't see it, but I know what you're talking about. It was the worst. Yeah. But, I, n- but not as bad as my other two picks coming up. All right, so my number three, this is sacrilegious. The Two Jakes. It was a sequel to Chinatown. Yeah. Dude, you know what? There's some movies that you just don't touch. Like Citizen Kane. You don't make a freaking sequel to Citizen Kane. Chinatown. You do not make a sequel to Chinatown. Front row uh, floor seats for the Lakers do not pay for themselves, Chris. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. That's true. All right, coming in number two for me, Teen Wolf 2, T-O-O. Hey, who was, so it wasn't Michael J. Fox. No, they got the fucking 80s poor man, Michael J. Fox, Mr. Jason Bateman at the time. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, you got to remember the rival shows on TV were, <laughs> were Family Ties and The Hogan's, which Jason Bateman was on. He was like the oh, Michael. Oh, yeah, no, I remember. I he remember was the that. Michael P. Keaton type character. You know what? To be honest, I can't. I know I saw Teen, Teen Wolf, Wolf too. Okay. He goes but, to fucking college, Chris. Oh, so he just goes to college. But hold he, on, was it the same character? They, or was it a totally different character? No, it was related to him because like the fat guy from Teen Wolf 1 was still in the movie. There were certain people from 1. Basically, it was just a giant commercial to show you that they couldn't get Michael J. Fox to sign up for Teen Wolf 2. You know, the premise... For the first one, Teen Wolf, if I were in a studio and I was buying pitches, I'd be like, dude, this is ridiculous. But like, hold up. We have a van and he's going to surf on top of the van. <laughs> but you know what? I love that. It worked. Dude, when, it, he's, when he's basketball, when he's b-balling and oh, fucking dude. wolfing out and, they, and his friend's making the wolf shirts, dude. Uh, dude, yeah. That no. was the shit. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> All right, uh, so my second, number two, is a twofer. I'm throwing either one. I don't care. You can pick. Let's just go with part two or two. Two and three. Equally as bad. The Matrix 2 or number three. I don't care. Yeah, the first movie was awesome. Almost a perfect movie. It was nearly perfect. I went into that movie cold when it came out in the theater, and I went with a friend, and he's like, hey, let's go see The Matrix. I'm like, what? I hadn't seen any trailers. I didn't know anything about it. And I went in and was like, dude, mind blown. Like, yeah, it was amazing. Yeah. And I eagerly anticipating the sequels, man, they just freaking tanked, man. They tanked. And you know what? The Wachowski siblings. Yes. They have not. 
Well, they just floundered. Well, they, they used to be the Wasabi. Wasabi. What, what are they called? <laughs> what are their names? The Wachowski. The Wachowski brothers. brothers. Yes. And Chris. Yeah. Sex changes don't pay for themselves because now they're the the siblings yeah the sisters so i yeah i don't think i think they just go by the wachowskis now but oh that's how they identify is the uh, uh yeah i don't know if they i don't know anyway they yeah uh, those were real those were big disappointments for me but all right so what's your number one my number one is big top peewee but you know what the part oh, two but peewee got peewee's big adventure peewee lost his virginity in that film no, dude, there was a fucking talking pig in that film that was his sidekick. <laughs> you can't you can't go back from it's that. It's like Green Acres, and, dude. And, and I was thinking about the oh, Hi, Pee-wee. And I was thinking about this today too. Like uh didn't they he had a tree that had hot dogs that grew hot dogs was in the movie. Really? I don't know. And I could that. swear that the pig ate a hot dog, which is a form of cannibalism. I don't know. If you really want to get But he lost his virginity. That movie was... I was so fucking bummed. Coming from Pee-wee's Big Adventure, which was... Tim Burton directed that. Dude, one of the... Just the one of the best. Like, because my kids put it on, and they love it like me. That's just one of those ones that... Pee-wee's Big Adventure, awesome. Yeah, it was good. The perfect man-child movie. And then you have that bullshit. The flying trapeze. This fucking sucked, dude. I'm pissed. <laughs> <laughs> you can't cuss. I am going to write a strongly worded letter. I'm doing it right now. Uh, all right. So if you remember top five last, the last episode was favorite sequels. And my number one was Superman 2. Yes. Kneel before Zod. <laughs> I was waiting for it, dude. All right. So my top one hated or worst sequels, Superman 3. That was the one with Richard Pryor, okay. who has like a freaking yo-yo, and he's like a computer programmer. It was horrible. And they they do the kryptonite, but they mix up the ingredients, and it turns them bad. The only yeah. good part about that whole film is that Superman got laid. Oh, is that when he like relinquished yeah. his powers? No, 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 no. Number three, he turns bad. And remember that busty blonde chick was like, hey, um, go, like, destroy those. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they wanted to screw up the, like, oil trade or whatever. And like, hey, those ships are out there bringing oil. Like, stop that. So he, you know, goes out and does it. And he comes back and his reward was getting laid. I just remember every time that movie came on HBO in the 80s. I'd be like, oh shit, Richard Pryor. And then I'd l watch it for a couple of seconds and be like, fuck, it's not the toy. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> it would change the horrible. channel. It was horrible. But you know what? And it was a toss up because Superman 4, the quest for peace, yeah, equally as bad. Like, they just freaking went off the rails. But Metallica were doing that for a little bit where they would, their next thing that they would put out, you'd be like, well, you know what? The album before that wasn't that bad. <laughs> like, once they put out a new one. Just oh, keep... and then you're like, oh, this one's so bad. The other one wasn't that bad. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think it was probably, you went from Superman 2, which I love, to Superman 3, and it was like, dude, this movie is horrible. Yeah. Total disappointment. Well, there right. you have it. So, all right. Well, and hey, I just want to point out, I have yet to swear yet. I did not swear during the top five. Pussy. <laughs> Yes, I am.
Okay, now it's that time of the show where we're going to give the audience part two of the Prof Ian. The Flying Hawaiian. The Flying Hawaiian. Uh, but we the, we feel like we need to say a disclaimer that uh, after listening to part two, um, you might test positive for <laughs> marijuana. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just laughing and thinking what's coming up. So you guys enjoy this. Maybe put on some Pink Floyd in the background, light some candles. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy. Here's part two. Ten years is kind of a long time in the mainland. Dude, that for is. An island boy. Hey, you know what I'm saying? You know what? You can always come back too. Yeah, and and that's the thing. I I actually want to, I want to travel. I want to go to like Costa Rica, Bali. You know, anywhere where there's waves. That's not too gnarly, but... Do you, you know. So, the I'll two like, places you mentioned, um, I have been to both of those places, <laughs> and I've never surfed any waves in those fucking places. None. Well, I don't man. like going into water over my head. Well, I think, I think if you learn surfing, it'll, like, <laughs> blow your mind. I see you have a couple of surfboards. And no, that's just for show. You know? That's for fucking show. That's the board you need, Wavestorm, man. Dude. That's fucking for show. Costco special, hey, dude. Uh, I can only concentrate on fucking jujitsu. I'm, I, I can't multitask. Let me tell you this: as far as Chris and I are, our last podcast, we did the bucket list, and you should definitely start checking off that bucket list before you settle down and have kids. Because <laughs> once that happens, it's kind of end game, and you gotta like do everything for them. I'm not having kids. Yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude, you know what? I'm waiting for your no. Instagram post. Like, man, we're having a kid. <laughs> Day one, look at Junior eating his one cake. <laughs> that would be great, but, you know. Hey, I can't, I, I, I can't have kids because I smoke so much weed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's, that's I'm going to start thing. smoking stems and so, uh, seeds. It only takes so. one of those little fuckers to swim. So, you know what? <laughs> yeah, that's true, but you know what? It's uh, never say never, dude. You'd be surprised what life. Uh, it's one of those things where I, I just think I don't want to. I don't. I'm not responsible enough. Number one. That's well, neither was young. I. Yeah. And you, number two, I, I can you know I can barely keep myself like. Well, how dude, old are you? Twenty-eight. Yeah, I mean. What were you doing see. when you were twenty-eight? Oh, dude, I, I was, wasn't even sober yet. I, I was, was fucking drinking, doing drugs. I was drinking Merlot and, and uh, sniffing lots of cocaine there, Professor. Dude, are you kidding me? I was driving a fucking van for Quicksilver hey, High. You, hey, you should have seen me when I was leaving Hulk Hospital with Donovan. I looked at Nikki and I was like, we just leave? <laughs> <laughs> They're trusting me? Like, oh, trust dude. me, I have to keep this alive all by myself? Dude, when my kid was born. So this oh, is the, the funny thing. So the mom bonds with the kid. Yeah, they immediately they once they on, know they put them on the well skin. no like in the womb yeah i mean jamie had bonded with jackson and i'm just like seeing him you know the belly's growing hearing the heartbeat and it's like oh yeah okay cool but your life doesn't change you know just tripping along doing the same shit and all of a sudden the kids there crying you're like holy shit this is fucking for real yeah like, this yeah. is code it's, red it's totally like it's almost fake why they're pregnant it's like what is going you're on like, you're like 
damn, she's really being a bitch to me today. Well, she's fucking pregnant, so I get it. And then, but then once the oh, baby's dude. born, dude, it's it's life altering, dude. <laughs> dude. And there's no instructions. Having a kid. This is the last thing I'll say. Having a kid <laughs> is the best and worst thing that'll ever happen to you. Yep. Fucking. <laughs> oof. Anyway. So so um, what is the? I'm just gonna switch back to uh. So you're, going, pot? you're going to Kauai. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I'm sure the pot is insane in Kauai. But what is the gym that you're going to? I'm going to be uh, teaching at my buddy's gym. It's called Isaki Jiu-Jitsu. You know what? We saw him. So we had our first competition, or my first competition, like what, like a month ago now? It, yeah. And I saw Evan there, and he didn't. I had a whole speech prepared. Oh, we saw we saw him in the I'm stands. Like, we're yeah, walking out. Go up we're to him and just tell him to fuck off, we're man. All, there's that fucker right there that's yeah, stealing our professor. Fucking taking our professor. Are you <laughs> and, happy with yourself, and, asshole? And then he said, "Hey, Johnny." And I was like, "Oh, hey, Evan, how's, how's it going, going <laughs> Professor Evan? How you doing?" He will twist both of you yeah. guys in a pretzel. <laughs> yeah, um, upside he, down. He was always with his with his feet only. He was always rad at AOJ and his and his uh, wife too. Killer. Yeah, they're they're, they're good just, people. They're good peeps. I started jujitsu with him. In Santa Monica, and uh, I never oh, knew no that. Shit. Yeah, I didn't know that. He, I moved to AOJ with him. Um, we, the first, I think, week, we, week and a half, he would drive, and I would just pitch in on gas, and we would drive from Santa Monica. We'd stay the whole day there and drive back at night. How many days a week? Five days a week. Like, like I said in the beginning, that like we, if you missed, it was weird. Like, it would be like. You're just completely like like you're out of the loop. Yeah. Like they showed so was, much each class. It was it was crazy. And just, you know, just like everyone was trying to prove themselves and whatnot. So, I mean, we needed to be there, you know. So No, but that's crazy because you came as a blue belt. The the Mendez brothers were so popular. This was their first school that dude, people came from all places just to train right when the school opened it was kind of mind-blowing like i don't think that's ever gonna happen ever again yeah well th they did it at the right time and uh there was a lot of creonches or creonches <laughs> w traders or whatever they call oh, it oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah um yeah. but to be honest we we got the blessings from our professor and our coach at the time because uh we were competing and we you know we weren't getting the results we wanted and it was frustrating because we knew in training we could, like, do really good with these guys. How did everyone know at the same time? Like, how did word get out that AOJ was open? Because I knew because of Pat Tenori. I got the – well, so it wasn't my car. It was Evan's car. We uh, – we'd, I think it was had to be, like, what was it, the Worlds or Pan Ams. One of the tournaments we got back to the car, and you know how they leave those, like, uh, plaster, flyers. Yeah. Plastered on your windshield. Like, there's, like, all these other tournaments, and then one was, like, Mendes Bros, and there's, like, it was just, you know, our our plan was to, to leave and go to Andre Galvao School in San Diego, but we got that, and we're, like, hey, man, you know, like, they kind of got their team down there. If we go to AOJ, we'll be kind of the yeah. first, you know, like, Slide on first in. students, and it'll be, it will benefit, you know, either way, and... You know, it's cool with Hernato. It's cool with 
we had another coach, Daniel Rodriguez. He was the the kind of guy who chiseled our our jujitsu to what it was before AOJ. Um, shout out to Danny. Um, but yeah, it, we we got the blessings from them, and it was just one of that. We had to just pull the trigger, and we did it. And it's, and uh, yeah, it was a. It's one of those things where I I, I wouldn't regret it because. Freaking. We learned a lot of shit real quick, and you know, now we got our black belts, and that's crazy. Dude. <laughs> how did it? How did your jujitsu game change when you started training with the Mendez brother? I had a plan when I was fighting. Before I was just like, "Oh, I'm gonna tap this fuck out. I don't know how, <laughs> but I'm going to." And but you know, training with Professor Hoffa and Professor Gee, they they really broke it down into like a system. You know, most of it was like points because a lot of the, the IB or the IBJJF, you know, tournaments, there's points, there's advantages. There's a lot of strategies to to win a match. It's not only like, oh, whoever taps each other out first wins. It's it's very strategic. And that's what I was lacking is the strategic part. I was more the the jock or like the the football player who just fucking goes out there and smashes you know and smashes like, oh, and subs and done. yeah you know like but they they kind of broke it down and you know they dissected everything and made it a lot easier to understand and and apply and still be able to like you know breathe after you know well before i would just pretty much hold my breath and go until submission or until time expired and then just lay on the ground and gasp for air you know yeah that's what i do that's that's exactly what i do i get i (laughs) professor ian's always yelling breathe johnny breathe breathe (laughs) jujitsu you know shout out to coach dan professor dance professor danny yeah um yeah i don't know one day i'm gonna have a plan so so you bummed that you you're moving and uh are you bummed your prize students aren't gonna aren't gonna You're be leaving in behind Hawaii? your prize students? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm I'm gonna miss I'm gonna miss the guys, you know. Johnny and Chris, yeah. <laughs> the guys. Yeah. <laughs> so we had a joke written for you earlier that we were gonna ask you that, and you were gonna say. Yeah, no, Oshin and Graham are going to come out there and say hi to me. You know, I was actually, I was actually thinking of names, but I didn't want to like leave anybody out, so I just said the guys. You know, and Chris and I are going to be like, "What? <laughs> Edit that out, Johnny. This is fucking bullshit." You know what? It's funny. So, jujitsu, you were there from my beginning in my jujitsu journey from like day one. You've been there. I remember that. Yes, fucking. It was the it was a good group of guys, but I, yeah, it was like yeah. I used to call you guys the BCK. Really, what's that stand for? The Beginner Class Crew. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> nice. I didn't know that. Yeah, I would have rocked that, that shit. Yeah, it was like a little like we could have a handshake and everything, Chris. Dude, it was it was uh it was a little side joke I had, <laughs> um, but yeah. They yeah. and Tommy and I are like the only ones from that group. Yeah, Tommy. There was yeah, there was there was a lot of a people coming on that sport. And yeah, Tommy and and you, Chris, are the only ones left in that. See, I guess I, generation. 
of beginner class. You see, I did it just because I was. My wife called me fat one day, and I was like, "What? Well, I, I know Pat Tenor, and he's opening the gym right across the street." And Nikki's like, "You're never gonna go," and I'm like, "Oh, I'll show you." And so that's why I started jujitsu. But nobody, so I knew I was doing a sport. No one told me two things that no one told me. No one told me about the friendships I would make and the camaraderie, which, yeah. which you know, because you go to the gym, you're not hanging out with people at the gym afterwards, and. You're not on group text messages. Like, it's, it's a tight, tight-knit circle. And no one told me about the injuries either. <laughs> like, yeah. like, Didn't you break your neck or something? I, yeah, I had to C4 replaced. So, so Johnny broke his neck and Chris broke his back? <laughs> yeah, dude. We're, we're going to be a robot yeah. one day, dude. Can't like, wait. You know what? The one <laughs> thing with having, like, a spinal fusion and you go back to jujitsu, dude, you got some cred. People are like, dude, I can't believe yeah. you're still training. To be honest, yeah, like, yeah, I, I can't imagine it. Like, I got the surgery so I could keep training jujitsu. But yeah, same here. And it was like, I gotta go back to jujitsu. And the cool part is, I remember Professor Danny and Professor Ian would show a technique, and then they'd come up to me and say, "Hey, with your neck, you can do this instead." And like how he was talking about in the beginning, if somebody has a hurt neck or a yeah. Back, He's like, B. you guys were always cool about, hey, you don't have to do that. You can just do this. if you. <laughs> Which is, I mean, and you guys. We didn't want to hurt your feelings. <laughs> yeah. Actually, so this is a, okay. I got the opposite. So when I came back from my surgery and we'd do the warm-ups and I would never fucking do the forward roll, you know, because it's like, nope, I'm going to sit over here like Nick the Tooth <laughs> and not do the forward rolls. And then I was sparring one time and I did a, uh, like probably one of the three times I've ever done a barambola. <laughs> and you were like, Professor Ian was like, hold it. So you won't fucking do a forward roll, but you're over there doing the barambola. I'm like, yeah, good point. <laughs> and, he, and he did forward rolls from then on. Yeah, <laughs> then it was like, yeah, I guess I can't push out with the forward roll. Yeah. That, yeah, uh, so that's great. So yeah, you guys had to learn how to teach old people. <laughs> dude, dude, well, old broken only, people. Not only old people, but, you know, we got some some bigger fellows. You know. Yeah, oh, I know that's crazy too, dude. But there, you know, there's if there's a will, there's a way, and that's why jujitsu is fucking rad because you can do a bunch of different shit, the sa- or a bunch the same stuff a bunch of different ways. Yeah. You know what? I think that's what I like about jujitsu is that everyone can find their own strength and dude. Because I'm not gonna have a game like, you know, fuck. I don't know, like Max did and Brian did and, or you. And Dude, I I'm lost n- 30 pounds the first year. Fuck, really? Yeah, I was a little bit. Dude, you uh, were fat, huh? I was Nikki little, was right. I'll show you a picture of my first year doing jiu-jitsu. I was a little, I was a little thick. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, actually, I got to give a shout out today to fucking Kingsley. Because when I was sitting out around like a bitch, he was fucking rolling with big ass Jamie today. Oh yeah, that's that's always fun to watch. Anybody rolling with Jamie, dude, Jamie's especially like, if it's someone small like Kingsley. Not small, but a lot smaller he's small. than Jamie. He, he's small. No, no, yeah. <laughs> I mean, dude, Jamie's a Jamie's fucking a monster beast. First time I ever rolled with him, it was like, <laughs> and I'm like, dude, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> like, yeah, what he's a, the fuck? He's an animal. I I used to lift weights at 24s. 24s. I, I used to just see him just. Oh no, I see him. Like squatting, like, I don't know. I don't even know how much plates. Dude. But I'm uh, just like, damn, thank God I know jujitsu. So I go to the, yeah, I go to 24 hour fitness, triangle square, and I'll see him there, 
And the last time, he was fucking doing handstands, like, push-ups. Yeah. Like, and I'm like, like Luke Skywalker at Dagobah. So, no, and I went up, and I was like, dude, that's not going to make your jiu-jitsu any better, and just kept walking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he probably scores chicks doing that. Like, they're probably just like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Look at this. So, hey, what does he do? Do you I'm know? Not sure. I was just... I just, I just saw him driving a Porsche the other day, and I'm like, what the fuck does Jamie that's do? That's not his. Oh, it isn't? But it's probably some, but some, he admits it, too. He some, just, it's his buddies. He's uh, oh, kind of riding around. But uh, I, uh, fuck, what was it? There's he all does, walks of life, dude. There's there's some people. There's he's some a very smart dude. Like, he, uh, yeah, he, all I, I'm not sure what he does, but I know he's a smart guy. He's a good guy. I like Jay. There's a lot of books in his house, and I can usually tell if this person reads a lot. This person knows a lot of shit. So what is uh, – I, I do appreciate you going to Kauai because – I don't. If we, if we visit him – as far as – okay, Chris, just come to terms with it. He's leaving, okay? The fact that he's you know going – Things can change, dude. The, uh, my point is this. Like if we ever, if we ever visit um, Professor Danny one day, uh, we'll have to go in the summertime because it's – what it's very cold where he is. At least he's going to somewhere year round tropical. We can visit and dude, don't getting the wives to go to visit Professor Ian. That's nothing. You want to go to Hawaii? No, like, not a bros trip, dude. Bros before hoes. Convincing the wives to let us <laughs> go know, to Hawaii. Dude, there's no fucking no, way. Yeah, you, you well, you guys are not going to Hawaii without your yeah. Your hey, wife and kids. honey, I'm gonna go to Hawaii with Johnny. Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to stay at the Royal Hawaiian. What? <laughs> yeah, dude. But Fuck yeah, Brokeback Mountain? Definitely going to have to go to New York, like, not in the wintertime. It'll be way too cold. Dude, I went there one time, like, in January, like, three years ago. And it was so goddamn cold. When the wind hits your face? Oh, fuck, <laughs> dude. It was gnarly. Um, oh, so anyway, back to, like, um, accepting that he's leaving. Um, so does Professor uh, Evan, does he like drug test his employees? <laughs> yeah, or listen to podcasts? You know, all <laughs> I have to do is an anonymous email like <laughs> drug test. Don't you remember where I'm going? I'm going to Hawaii. <laughs> A couple you know of strokes of the key. I've never been to Hawaii. You, I mean. I've never been. Besides meth being like really, I, really popular in Hawaii. Everyone, their uncle and their auntie, will smoke a pakalolo joint. You know <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying? It's 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 one of those things where it's 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 not as like looked down upon, but it's like you know it's it's a good like relaxation thing. So Don't panic. It's organic. I think it actually <laughs> equalizes me out because I'm a very hyperactive person. No shit, you're over who, there who fidgeting like <laughs> he's fucking he's raping still the cords. <laughs> Anytime you, hey, this is. <laughs> that's probably in. Professor Ian. Uh, so, what's what's going to be your, uh, should we say, five year plan? What's You're going to move over there. You got you already got a, a girl waiting for you over there. Yoko Ono. <laughs> <laughs> Breaking up the band. Yeah, she's. Uh, she was cool. She's actually the yeah. main reason why I'm leaving you guys. Um, Bring I, her back. I, I was just waiting <laughs> for this opportunity to tell the whole world. But yeah, uh, Delaney is the reason why. 
Um, she seemed pretty cool. She laughed at my jokes, and that goes a long way with me. <laughs> She's just being courteous, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, yeah, she. I'm stoked. I just actually, the kind of stars aligned, and she's a cool chick. She's super rad. You know, she's she's you know been through a similar situation in the past as myself. So we kicked it off right away, and uh, you know, she's really into yoga and you know, jujitsu surf lifestyle. And I think that's like what I need unless, you know, I, I, I mean, not, I don't need a girlfriend, that's but I feel like, you know, I'm, I'm, it's a good, hey. it's good to have in a new place. There's no know? better jam than coming home to your house on a Tuesday night and popping in a movie. Yeah. And with know? the, with the chick, dude, that's, it's good groove. I'm just, I'm just very, uh, blessed and stoked that, you know, everything happened how it did. It's just, yeah. Well, okay. I guess. Um, he, we're happy for you. We're just yeah. not happy for you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Coach Lucas seems cool. Oh yeah, he's yeah, he's really cool. He's good. I had I was a little nervous about your replacement. Oh, there yeah. were a lot of people that were nervous. There is know? a lot of you know. I was getting asked a lot of questions from the students and you know the the guys just like, hey, any idea and. Um, I had no idea, to be honest. I, 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 t I notified the professors like I was leaving, maybe four months in advance, knowing that you know this position of six a.m. class is going to be a tough, tough one to cover or to replace. Um, so I, I was kind of seeking the options in my head, and you know, it's there wasn't much, but. They, you know, Coach Lucas is is a good fit. Yeah, he's very responsible, and dude, he's he got some good jujitsu, world champ. And he laughed at my jokes, so that's good. <laughs> that's it's already. He didn't hurt your feelings. Do you, you break them into like tell them like those two old guys in the corner just like just just ignore them? I told him once um, <laughs> when you guys were running, or no, when when we started like the the break falls and and the hip escapes, I was like, you see those two guys over there? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> They like to fuck around, but they're cool. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. I know, because I mean, we're gonna have to break them in. Well, yeah, and sometimes, sometimes Chris and I will just bust out like uh, for no reason. We'll just start when we're when we're practicing a technique. I'll, uh, Chris will Chris will sweep me down, and I'll say I'm allergic to penicillin. I wasn't ready. <laughs> Call time. We we like to create a dialogue while we're. <laughs> you know what's funny? Actually, in the class, so we'll start talking shit to each other while we're drilling, and I forget people can hear us, and I'll look over, and people have like stopped drilling, and they're just like watching us. Yeah, like what are you two doing right now? Fucking pay attention to your own <laughs> shit, guys. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. No. Well, you're going to be missed. Yeah. And you're, dude, you're, you're irreplaceable, but. But I guess you've been replaced. <laughs> you know, I don't know what else to say, dude. Well, it's not goodbye. It's till next time. Hey, but real quick, um, I got some privates and I really need to up my, um, leg lock game. <laughs> we can work some. Fuck yeah. You know, um, dude, I, I like the footlock. Dude, it is totally changed like sparring. I'm always looking at the feet now. Did, did you it's tell a, him it was okay to leg lock uh, white belts, by the way? <laughs> <'Cause> 
Hey. I did not say that. I usually say purple belt and up. I do hear that. each other. I know. Chris, um, did you uh, leg lock some oh, white belts yeah. the other? Oh, no, no, no. But that wasn't that Tim? That was Tim. That doesn't count. Because <laughs> that's terrible Tim. <laughs> you know what? You know? And the thing is, it was so horrible, is his fucking leg was there. <laughs> there's foot. And I'm like, fucking dude, I'm going to toe hold him. And I did it, and then I was like, oh, fuck, he's a white belt. And I was like, I hope no one saw me. And there was like a line of brown belts. It was like Jake and freaking Richard, and then Rob was sitting there, and they're all just like, boo. <laughs> <laughs> I felt horrible. How's it feel to be the villain, Chris? I do. Feels pretty good. Doing a couple privates with Professor Coming Ian. Coming to the dark side, dude. Coming dude, to the dark totally side. gone to the dark side. <laughs> Well, back in the day, like, leg locks were looked down upon because it was, like, the easy way out and shit. But, I, th- you know. You're speaking our language right it's now. Fucking, <laughs> it's half of our body. Yep. The strongest parts of our body is, you know, below the waist. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. True. Well, if you get married and you have kids, it won't be anymore. Yeah. But, you know, whatever. <laughs> uh, no, yeah. So, I got to... Every Sunday, man, we got time. Yeah, just uh, you know. Hey, and dude, thanks for. I know, I know it's your job, but still, you didn't have to take that part of the job and show up every day and teach class. And I appreciate it, dude. That's a rough. That's a that's a tough gig, dude. Getting up that early. To be honest, like now that I surf, or you know, part of the deal. It's like, it's almost like. Yeah, part of the ritual. It's like, wake up, press news one time, okay, and then I'm like, okay, I'm up, drink. We know drink he's doing water, it for us. You know? So have take you... my Take my BR, and then, <laughs> boom, get a coffee or a tea, and Have you on. ever taught Dawn Patrol sober? <laughs> yes, actually. Um, <laughs> he does run out, Chris. <laughs> I, I've, been, I've been actually not taking bong rips in the morning the past couple weeks, Edibles. and I've been... I've been eating my uh, these little gummies. You know, dude, eating an edible is still getting fucking loaded, dude. <laughs> no, it's it's microdosing. It's, it's switching from alcohol to gin, Chris. <laughs> I, I only drink beer now. And I'm it's basically not every sober. Class. It's not every class. It's just you know, it's 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 part of my lifestyle, and and so to speak. Not I'm not like I don't want to sound like a fucking like a chronic, but. Oh no! Or, or no. anything, you know. But it's just like you know, I I can survive without weed. It's just spoken like a true hardcore OG. It, it just makes me more like calm. If you know, not, I feel like a fuck. No, like, and I, like dude, I, I too much. I'm gonna I'm gonna chime in with the 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 healing powers of of uh oh, dude, are you getting all medicinal on me? Yeah, the medicinal purposes and the the anti-inflammatory. He's going into his utility belt right now. I'm a big believer in it. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) that was his. uh, That was his uh, medicine jar. Yeah. Oh, his glaucoma's acting up. (laughs) Oh, Professor Ian's. How many fingers am I holding up? (laughs) You can you can do that right by the mic. (laughs) Oh man. What is this stuff? <laughs> Oregano? They don't call it dope for nothing. Dude, that's my favorite line. <laughs> I can't remember something. Why can't you remember that? That's why they call it dope. 
Well, Professor Ian, I want to thank you for coming out here and sitting down. And Yeah, dude, thanks for doing your first podcast, too. I was super excited. I actually, like, I drank a bunch of fucking cold brew before, <laughs> I, you know, like, right after kids' class. And I usually <laughs> cut my line off of any caffeine after four. But I knew this was, you know, this is, I was looking forward to this. You're, you're up past your bedtime, huh? Hey, is your, like, is your new school going to have a Dawn Patrol? I am not sure, but I know we're going to, we got some things in the works. Um, the thing is, there's, it's just hard because the, the traffic time there. So. A lot of, a lot of traffic at 6 a.m. in Hawaii? It, it would be more after 6 a.m., like the 8, 8, 8 a.m. hours. Everyone's doing the walk of shame. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> well, dude, some of those islands, dude, like when it gets nighttime, you'll drive off a cliff. You got to be home. Like Kauai, Kauai's fucking dangerous to drive. Like yeah. once it gets Everything's dark. closed at like 8 p.m. Yeah. I mean, there's a couple things open after. It's but, different. Um, but yeah, I think I'm looking forward to that stuff because I, I, I go to sleep at like 10. I can barely keep my eyes open. 1030 and you know it's, it's all that wacky tobacco. oh <laughs> cushion cold brew that's what it's about <laughs> that's like that's like johnny's uh coke and merlot is cushion cold brew for me <laughs> yeah, it's a hippie speedball it's a hippie right? speedball dude hippie that's what they call speedball. it that's hilarious dude I, you know what i feel like i missed out on a lot like not liking pot it was i'm telling you chris what they got now is way different than what we had dude i man i just never liked pot i mean i smoked it yeah, it, but, in a pinch. But we were garbage disposals. That yeah, was like, well, no, I would take. I mean, GHB, freaking nitrous, like, that whatever. Was like, dude. That was like my ninth choice. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was. It was probably like ninth. Yeah. Um. Well, all right. Well, I guess that's. Uh, Until next time. Yeah. When fucker. we show up on your doorstep. Yep. In Hawaii. Let's say mahalo, motherfucker. Fucking, I got it. So <laughs> I can't wait. So. I'm going to so, feed you some spam. So, <laughs> Fried spam. I mean, a, a pupil has to, before they become a master, they have to tap their master, right? <laughs> You're going to be a pupil forever then, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I haven't even fucking tapped your dumb ass. <laughs> fucking bullshit. I'm going to get you with a fucking leg lock. We'll see if that happens before Professor Ian leaves. Dude, that's the goal. Before I leave. I just wanted to say this today. We did Circle of Death. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to have Chris and Johnny go. But then Johnny's like, hey, don't call me because I'm not going to go in. I'm not ready yet. And I was like, not e-. I was like, fuck. I, I wanted to put you with Chris first round. Oh, dude, if I could tap him in the Circle of fucking Death. What? Oh, dude, that would be the best. It would be because then I wouldn't have to wake up and go back to jujitsu. I just <laughs> quit right there, dude. I'd, dude. Throw my, I'd throw my fucking purple belt in the Oh, circle. dude, he would be <laughs> devastated that <laughs> he would be devastated when i tap him he's gonna be fucking devastated oh uh, we'll have a party we'll have a party <laughs> uh, i enjoy parties <laughs> that's gonna be very very cool <laughs> fuck yeah well professor ian thank you very much you've been thank you very for instrumental in my jujitsu development such that it is <laughs> don't take hey let me disclaimer it's invisible <laughs> dude you know what the first fucking move you ever taught me on the down low I still use it to this day. Hey. That was the thing. He used to always teach me secret moves. Hey, yeah. Dude. Invisible. Ju- secret stuff. Oh, dude. It's a secret <laughs> shit. That's I like- got more, but uh, you're, you guys are going to have to follow me in. 
Or That's right. At least come and visit, because oh, okay, he's coming. like Apollo Creed. You fight great, but I'm a great fighter. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! All right, all right. Well, thank you for Professor Ian, and uh, we'll miss you. Yep. Aloha. Let's move. It. Okay, now it's part of uh, episode 21, Rex, which reminds me, Chris, this is 21. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, people, not everyone knows the lingo. Recommendations. Oh, recommendations. Hey, we, we turned 21, Chris. You know what that oh, means? Oh, man, we can drink. We can fucking drink. Nice. <laughs> Lots of ginger beer. <laughs> uh, can I get a Diet Coke? <laughs> yeah. um, hey, does it count if we just get wasted on Best Frenemies? <laughs> Dude, after that uh, episode with <laughs> Professor Ian, I'm, I got a contact guy. No, seriously. When we were recording that, I actually for a second was like, wow. Dude, smelling, smelling his weed, am I going to get high? He hotboxed the uh, man cave. <laughs> yeah. Man. Um, all right. So I will start it off. My recommendation this month is the HBO documentary Momentum Generation. And from a guy... I, I use, I equate it to people who don't follow the NBA, but everyone knows Michael Jordan. So I don't follow surfing, but I know who Kelly Slater is. And yep. so, <clears throat> I mean, who's arguably the best surfer ever. Um, I, so not knowing anything about really his story, this is, goes back to the nineties where his crew in Hawaii. Yeah kind of came up and how they essentially kind of took over and entered the mainstream of the action sports world. Yeah, they were like the young guns coming up on the U.S. surf tour. And, uh, you know, but I think more importantly, it was a story about friendship. Like they all supported each other, you know, and they were getting the sponsorships and how they were competitive yeah. with each other and pushed each other. And they had these people in their lives that like, dude, I'm not going to surf that. And they'd have the friend that's yeah. like, <laughs> like there's a clip where uh, Jack Johnson, who was a oh dude yeah. server, it uh, he knocked out his front teeth, and they like showed like quick little video where his teeth are knocked out, and you're like yeah. fuck, like they're like yeah, that completely rearranged his face for the rest of his life. They so the thing about the documentary, um, I'm gonna be totally honest, man. You and I were talking about this before we were recording. 
Kelly Slater did not come off totally great in this documentary. Kind of a dick. Yeah, like, <laughs> you know, and it was really interesting because this group of, I mean, how many, I don't know, there are like yeah. eight or nine of them. Hey, and you know what? Like, Rob Machado's one of the guys in that, and and I, I knew Rob Machado from working at Samazon. Love him even more after after seeing him in this. You know, and it was interesting. So, I mean, they all wanted to win, you know, the world championship. Yeah. <clears throat> And some of them, you know, dealing with that and going like, all right, dude, I just don't think I have that. You know, if you're that competitive, you're kind of a dick, you know, and you got to do what you got to do to win. It's a selfish uh, life. And so some of them were like, you know what? I'm okay. I'm never going to win a world championship and I'm okay with that. There's the one guy that says that and he said, my life got so much better. And it was just like, I, just... I could enjoy surfing and just like go have fun. And I re- you know, took that pressure off me. But then you look at Kelly Slater's won like 11 world championships. Like, <laughs> you know, and I could relate to that. Like when I first got sober and I was working in a magazine in LA and everyone, I, I, mean, I was trying to figure out who I was, like, who am I going to be with my life? And everyone I saw up there that was like successful would literally screw over a friend for like 500 bucks. We have a lot of successful friends too. And they've, they have to make a lot of sacrifices that I could never make. And, you know, so I can respect, I mean, I can respect someone like Kelly Slater who's like, no, this is the most important thing for me and I'm going to do whatever I got to do. I think in the context of being competing against your friends and having that mentality, Probably it's not the best, <laughs> but you know, it was a really good documentary. Even, you know, I don't surf. I don't like going in water over my head. Yeah. So, but I enjoyed the documentary. It's worth watching. So momentum generation on HBO. Nice. What's your recommendation? My recommendation. Well, the, the family got a uh, PlayStation four for Christmas and, and, uh, and grandma got, uh, the, the boys, uh, PlayStation VR. Okay. With virtual reality virtual virtual oh yeah people Re- don't know the rex, lingo rex vr yeah, yeah. come so, on dude so there's this one game though in particular that has taken over our house i mean i'm telling you right now my the kids could be gone and my wife would be like you know what i'm thinking right now and i'd be like yeah what and she'd be like I'm thinking about playing some Beat Saber right now. And I'd be like, let's go. And not even think about getting laid because it is so much fun. It's the, the game is Beat Saber. And you have the little uh, wands that you hold in your hand. And you have the, the helmet on. And it puts you into like a dome arena. And there's these blocks coming at you with the arrows. And it's super simple and super fun. The, the boxes are either red or blue, and in your hand, you have a red lightsaber and a blue lightsaber, and you slash the direction that it's coming at you. So it'll, it'll have an arrow up, down, left, or right, and it'll either be blue or red. That simple. You slash it the way the arrow's going, and it's fucking so much fun. It's like the f- feeling you get the first time you played Guitar Hero, <laughs> where you're like, I could, I could be in a band. I'm so good. <laughs> This, you're just like, you're just like, I'm a fucking ruling it Jedi Knight in an arena right now. And it's like techno music. Dude, it's fucking crazy. Like the game is so much fun. Look up on YouTube, uh, Beat Saber gameplay. And uh, I tried to get you to come over today, but you have some family stuff to do today. Oh no, my wife's being a dictator. I gotta (laughs) do work around the house. 
She's it's, probably calling one eight hundred divorce right it's now. It's called a honey do list. Oh, honey dear. do this, honey do that, oh, or honey, you will not do me. <laughs> I'm I'm ready to fake an injury. <laughs> you ready to get your iPad and go to the bathroom? It, <laughs> <laughs> to look at some emails. Yes. Um, <laughs> well, that sounds. I, I look forward to playing it. Coming over and putting yeah. in your house. Dude, no, it's the fucking jet. You're going to end up buying one. <laughs> and you're going to try and pass it off as a present to your son. But no one's going to No, no one's going to buy it. Yeah. yeah. All right, Chris, speaking of kids, um, I heard a song the other day, a country song of all things. I'm not really much of a, of a, of a country fan except for like the old school. Like, I mean, Johnny Cash, love. Willie Nelson, love. But... For the most part, especially new country. I'm not a big country fan, but I heard this song that just totally reminded me of my son. And when I when I hear it and he's you know, he's getting older now. So I figure we take everybody out. You know what? In fact, if you have kids, bring them in the room right now. Gather around best frenemies. This song is by uh, Wheeler Walker Jr. from his album WW three. And the song is uh going to be the song is called all the pussy that you will slay wait what's it called Get your mama's eyes and your daddy's cock in a few short years you'll be ready to rock my son Boy, you'll have some fun You just came out of a pussy hole And you'll be back in one Before you know, young man You'll have more than you can stand And I never, ever felt like this before And son, I couldn't love you Just wait All the pussy you will slay someday Well you may not end up president And you might struggle to pay the rent sometimes And son that'll be just fine You may find yourself on a private jet With free cocaine and crystal meth all night I'll still be alright And I never thought I'd say these words out loud But no matter what you do, son You know that I'll be proud Oh, the pussy you will slay someday They'll be giving it away And oh, you'll be munching so much just wait All the pussy you will slay someday Son, I don't know shit, but I know this much In a few short years, you'll be up to your nuts In guts With a bunch of fucking sluts Oh uh, 
Hells yeah. I don't even need to ask, but I will. What'd you think of it? Johnny, what the fuck is wrong with you? Oh, oh, oh.